Good morning, and we are joined at this time by the mayor of the city of Greensburg, Joshua Marsh, for his monthly visit. Good morning to you, Mr. Mayor. Good morning, Tom, and everybody in WRBI country. I hope you're all enjoying this uh, Thursday morning in southeastern Indiana. Indeed. And, of course, uh, on uh, Tuesday night, uh, both the uh, Greensburg Board of Works and City Council met in uh, regular session. And uh, as we do always, uh, we lead off with the Board of Works meeting. And uh, in particular, Mr. Mayor, uh, uh, Zeke Smith, the wastewater uh, superintendent, uh, had a couple of items that he brought forth to the board. He did. And, and these actually are updates from projects that we've talked about in the past and even here on this very program. And the most recent one was the uh, Ohio lift station, Ohio Street lift station, and, and purchasing the property next to that. And last month, there was a lot of discussion at the city council level about um, purchasing that property as potential expansion for the lift station. And so we, we set out to pay what the uh, sellers were asking, pending two appraisals. And we have to take the average. State statute requires municipalities purchasing property, take the average of two appraisals, and that's what we can pay. So uh, we worked through the process with the homeowners, and we agreed uh, to 109500 so a little bit uh, more than $10,000 off of what we had originally anticipated um, paying. They've agreed to that, and so we are moving forward on that. That's a great project and, and property to add to our project um, in the future, and it's really just future-proofing. And, and I really commend uh, Superintendent Heath Smith for having that foresight to look down the road. And then the second item is a little bit older, but it's still been an ongoing process over the last probably six months, is a contract to replace our UV disinfectant um, system. We've been engineering it, ordering it, and trying to construct it kind of all at the same time. We're on a very tight timeline when we don't have to use UV disinfection because of uh, the temperatures here in southeastern Indiana. So we have to have that back online before uh, April. 2023, and we couldn't take it out of service until about a month ago. So we've been uh, running uh, running against the clock, but we do have a contract now awarded with Omera Contracting for $887,000 plus the engineering costs. So we're going to come in right about a million dollars on that project, which is where we thought we would be. And uh, speaking of purchases, um, uh, Street Department head uh, Mark Klostekemper uh, brought up a couple of purchases and also asked for uh, selling uh, to approval to uh, sell, dispose, and scrap some vehicles. Yeah, two and two. Um, the first was we, we have a, a 1999 uh, mechanical truck that is rusting apart and beyond, well beyond its life. And actually, it was recycled from the water company. Um, about seven years ago. So we've, we've really used it well. We're working to replace it. And as most people know, heavy trucks these days are very hard to get. So we're looking at actually purchasing a used one. Um, we did have a new one ordered to replace it, and it actually was canceled by the manufacturer. So we've had um, a little bit of an issue with that, but they've approved up to $42,000 to purchase a new uh, shop truck for our mechanic who works on um, vehicles all over the city. And then the second uh, disposal was a 2006 GMC uh, flatbed that will be available to the highest bidder. So we will probably advertise that in January. And then in February, we'll open bids for that. It'll be available there at the street department. You can stay tuned for more details if that's of interest to you. And then the second item um, that we're uh, purchasing is a uh, bush hog and tractor for a little less than 119000 This is going to allow us to work on 
um, some right-of-ways and make sure that we keep our community looking in tip-top shape. We've seen the state of Indiana back away from right-of-way maintenance quite a bit, and this is going to allow us to take our community's uh, appearance and welcomingness to the next level. Yeah, and that's uh, something that I've had uh, with other uh, leaders along the uh, I-74 corridor is the fact that uh, NDOT uh, mows twice a year, maintains, and it's uh, pretty much on their schedule, and you're kind of at the uh, the mercy of uh, their schedule, and it seems like um, uh, the uh, communities along the 74 corridor are taking the initiative and uh, taking care of those items that are needed. Yes, it is, and it's something that um, is – a little bit of a little bit of a battle in that we don't have any control over it and when you start to look at when they may come in early spring and then maybe not till late fall the it could turn out to be quite of a a mess and, and we get a lot of ask questions about why don't we take better care of that i can't see it on the median etc cetera, etc cetera. so we're going to start it's going to be a multi-year process i think well, this is the first phase of a probably two-phase equipment purchase project process that will allow us to take better care of all of that. And it's something we've been looking at, I've been looking at for a couple of years, and, and finally, you know, we're, we're moving the, the ball forward on that. And then uh, Clerk Treasurer Amy Bournes uh, asked for approval to uh, either sell, sell donate, or uh, scrap some unneeded supplies. She did, and, and so there was some desk and um office furniture and some filing cabinets. She's really been kind of working to downsize some of those items. So uh, the board did approve her to seek out places that wish to have those donated um, first come, first serve. So if you're interested in some of that, she will be putting together a list probably uh, maybe by the end of the week, early next week, and and probably we'll post that online if you would like to uh, see what that is. It's not a ton of stuff, but it is a good opportunity for us to you know, get those into hands of uh, community organizations, schools that may need them instead of just going to the landfill. All right. And then uh, finally on the uh, Board of Works uh, Tuesday night, at a uh, recognition of a uh, not only a, a, an outgoing board member, but also uh, mentioned a new board member. He did. Dee Rust, uh, her and her husband, uh, Christian, are moving outside the city limits. So she's going to step down off the Board of Works. Um, after three years of service, and I've, I'm glad to have had her serving alongside in that capacity. And then we are going to welcome Lindsay Joe, who is a family nurse practitioner with the Cater County Memorial Hospital, to the board um, in January. And she's got a couple young kids and a family here in the city and uh, is a great, uh, great mind to have on the board as we start looking at uh, some of the issues facing us in 2023. We will hear more from her at the January meeting. But we're glad to welcome Lindsay on board, and I'm very excited to have her expertise and knowledge uh, serving on that in that capacity. All right, and then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out, and then we'll shift over to Tuesday night's council meeting as we continue our conversation with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To-Go, big city convenience, small town taste. 
And welcome back as we continue our visit with Greensburg Mayor Joshua Marsh as we move into a Tuesday night city council meeting. And uh, Mr. Mayor, uh, under old business, uh, uh, Greensburg Redevelopment Commission uh, has had a, a second reading on a, an additional appropriation. Yes, we talked about this last month as well, where the city has asked the Redevelopment Commission to purchase about five acres of the property for the street department, fire department complex. They've agreed to that, but their budget didn't anticipate that. So they needed an additional appropriation. 2022-28 was simply at a request for that, and uh, the council did approve that on second reading. And then also in that uh, same vein, uh, Richard Starkey with Barnes and Thornburg uh, went before council uh, regarding a, uh, not only a public hearing, but also a resolution. We did, and, and this was the uh, last public hearing of the process. We've had probably six, seven, eight, nine, ten of them. A lot of public hearing opportunities as we've navigated the build, operate, transfer process for the street department, fire department complex. And we um, had our public hearing. Uh, there was no one in, no one spoke. And then we passed resolution 22-15, which approves the uh, agreement with GM Development to build and operate and transfer the fire station street department complex. We will now go through the bond closing process before the end of the year. And we had Gary Smith with Reedy Financial with us last night. You mentioned Rich Starkey from Barnes & Thornburg, Max Adams from Barnes & Thornburg, Greg Marsh, GM Development, and David Rainey, who's with Veritas, who's our owner's rep. So we had a lot of experts in the room to be sure we could answer any of the final questions that come up. Uh, the city council did vote 5-0 to zero unanimously to support and move uh, the construction project forward. So the city of Greensburg, uh, pending and nothing major over the next couple of weeks with um, borrowing and, uh, and um, bond money, will be constructing a new um, somewhere in the ballpark of $20 million campus for fire and street on North Broadway Street. So this is obviously a project that we've been working on for about a year, a little over a year. I'm very proud of the team that has been working on it um, to facilitate the best value, but also the best quality product that serves our community for the next 40 to 50 years. It really is a generational project. It's one of those things we build one every 50 years, so let's be sure we get it right. And at the same point in time, we can all agree it's a lot of money, but we are looking at a tax neutral back to 2020. So in 2020, tax rates were X, and in 2023, uh, tax rates will be X. Um, one point I do want to make is that the way Indiana state constitution is written, property taxes for residents is capped at 1%, meaning unless the property tax for the entire overlapping area, a.k.a. all of Decatur County, is less than 1%, uh, this project has no effect on them. It will not cause their property taxes to go up or down. If we had never done the project, property taxes would not have gone down for residential units. It would have gone down for 3% commercial and industrial, but it would not have gone down for residents. So I want to be sure that that point's really clear. But with this plan, we are resetting tax levels to 2020's numbers, so we're using our increase in AV to pay for this project. And I'm, I'm very proud of our financial team and the council for working through that and understanding that that's a, that's a complex way to, to reach our goals, but that we've done it and successfully done it. Okay, so again, that'll be a $20 million price tag on the, uh, on the uh, campus. And uh, is that correct? We'll come in just under 20 at 19.8 something, I believe, is the actual campus. 
but then you have bond closing fees and everything, and that that pushes it up a little bit more. But um, the construction cost is less than $20 million. Okay. All right. So that uh, clears that up, and at least in my mind. So, All right. Excellent. And then, uh, so uh, is there uh, any uh, word on uh, when the um, uh, we'll start seeing some uh, dirt being moved out there? I would say that we will probably see that as soon as construction season allows us to begin, which could be uh, March of this coming year. All right. And then, uh, of course, uh, once again, uh, Amy Bournes, the uh, city clerk treasurer, uh, was uh, also uh, played a part in the uh, council meeting. And uh, she had some uh, end of year items uh, for discussion. Yeah, a lot of times at the end of the year, we have just a, a kind of menagerie of things that we need to do to get our books in line before the end of the year. So she, we created a uh, non-reverting park road fund, which will allow us to deposit cash into for uh, the project as we go forward. It's my intention to be able to pay for the project as we go. And so we need to start, you know, sort of saving. So we set up a savings account for that. We did a transfer of funds from one place to the other because sometimes maybe we had to, we spent too much money in this area, but there's a little bit of money left over here in, in the budget. So we can transfer those funds between uh, different funds with a, a resolution, so we, we did that. We also um, did a resolution for the additional appropriation of regular general fund cash to buy the remaining five acres of the parcel as the final piece of the puzzle for the uh, Highway Street Department complex. And then we also did a list of encumbrances. And what that means is we have contracts that are outstanding, that the, the project has not been completed yet, but... The money was budgeted in 2022, but it's not going to be completed into 2023. So we can, in lack of better terms, we kind of staple that check to the invoice and put it on the shelf, and then we pay it in 23. But we need the money that was approved in 22 to do that. So it's it's just a legal um, document. It's just a list that says, you know, these are the funds, this is how much, and this is what for. And then um, when those projects are done, then we just, you know, pay it out of those encumbered funds. So really, it's end-of-year cleanup. All of those are very standard, common operating procedures um, for our December meeting. All right. And then uh, with that, uh, Mr. Mayor, I want to uh, thank you for your time this morning, as always. And uh, all the best to you. And uh, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. And uh, look forward to uh, talking to you once again in uh, the month of January. Thank you, Tom. And thank you to all of WRBI's uh, staff for your continued support of the community of Greensburg. I wish everybody a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's, Happy Holidays. All the, uh, the same things Tom just said, and, and have a great one. Be safe. Um, if you're traveling, travel with care and enjoy the time with family and friends.